Welcome to the Not Quite Heroes podcast, a real play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the community built world of Aventhir. Dungeon Master, Stephen Garcia. Hey, I'm Emily Smith. I play Firefly the Shepherd Druid. And this is Mike. I play Thaddeus Dunhall II, Paladin, who follows an oath of vengeance. I'm Amy, and I will be playing Evanel. Hey, I'm Robert Baldino, and I'm playing Gale that comes in the night, the Tempest Claire. Hey, I'm Wade. I play Rook, the Arcane Trickster. Welcome to the Not Quite Heroes podcast. Uh, today we got something special in store. We got uh, JB, who you might know as um, at Drop the Die on Twitter and the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from the because Twitter Twitter is actually separate from the internet. I didn't know if you know that. It is its own thing. Hello, hello. I am Drop the Die. I'm glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, we're we're really excited. So yeah, he's he's going to be jumping in, and we'll save when that happens for the story. But uh, yeah, thanks so much for making time to to hang out with us, and uh, let's have some fun and roll some dice and tell a story and whatnot. Let's do it. So last time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast, after a particularly rough night's sleep for Evanel, which impacted Firefly and Gale, we learned a little bit more that, about Evanel's past and that she may have some connection to a draconic ancestor. You as a group came downstairs and witnessed an uncomfortable conversation between Full Heart and a member of the Inurian government while you're staying in the Silver Cask. Gale received a note with some kind of less cryptic or more cryptic, it's really up to interpretation, instructions that may have caused some unnecessary confusion. The group stopped by the Azure Garden, and Evanel's mind was put in ease about her physical changes, and in particular that she does not have to eat people. While there, Lyrian, the priestess of Liadra, asked for some assistance to try to figure out and get to the bottom of what was happening in the garden, and Firefly noticed there was some necrotic energy kind of pulling down into the aqueducts beneath the city. Uh, as you followed the trail, you stumbled upon a conversation taking place between an old-sounding female voice and someone who, as, as you kind of got a better look, seemed to be wearing the Inerian colors. Rook decided the best course of action was to walk out and mention the Goat God. And at this, the individual reached out his hand to you, and you watched this shadow sprung forward, enveloping Rook. And Rook, all of your senses were filled by this shadow. You almost choke on the darkness and fall to the ground. Um, and everything around you seems to shift to, to shadow. And the rest of the group, including... Actually, can you can you tell me, JB, how to say your character's name? Just so I don't butcher it. Nakris. Nakris. So, Nakris, you would also be witnessing this as you were kind of towards the back of this fairly large cavern where there's a few braziers set around. You see some old statues that are different from anything that's constructed in this. There's a mixture of natural and being-made structure. It's different than what Feldhaven, the city that you're currently residing in. It's, it's a very different architectural style. So you would watch as this, who you would know as Captain Garak, who is, is walking towards 
this exit and you see the shadows leap from from his hands and as those shadows coalesce around this around rook when they dissipate rook is gone now rook you see these shadows all around you kind of overwhelming your senses you can feel that the ground is solid but even that seems to to shift these shadows start to form vague outlines of of humanoid beings and they go from from these vague wispy dark shadows into faces almost like memories and you aren't sure who these faces are but you feel like you should recognize but again they're distorted they're lying on the ground you see a trickle of blood running from one of their mouths they're silent and still and as you look closer you realize you're actually hiding you're underneath something but you can't tell what and a hand reaches down as you hear a knife pull from flesh fear is washing over you and you see a head peek under and look towards you its face you can't make out the features they're distorted by the shadow but but this being grabs you and as their arms reach you you see a familiar symbol there's on the forearm a hooded woman with their arms out welcoming tattooed on their arm the symbol of the mother's embrace you reach towards the closest of the dead figures trying to hold on to whatever whatever that familiarity is uh, whatever safety those bodies provide you and all you can do is pull away a necklace. The, the chain breaks and you have in your hand an iron medallion with a faded triangular design left in your hand. And then the shadows form back around you and all you see is darkness and shifting shadows and this memory in your mind eating at your sanity. So, everyone, I am going to need you all to roll initiative. Thad got a dirty 20. Well, I got a dirty nine. Okay, um... <laughs> I got an absolutely disgusting six. I got a reasonable 13. Oh, uh, seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're fine. This is fine. Yeah, everything's fine. We're fashionably late, you guys. You're all in awe. It was pretty shocking, to be fair. Yeah. Getting to survey the surroundings first. <laughs> Getting to react. <laughs> all right. So, Thaddeus, to set the scene, scene again for you, you see this well, well-built, conventionally attractive person walk towards you and shoot this shadow out, and Rook is gone. You can see a little bit into the room. You see the mix of construction and natural, like stalagmites and stalactites. There's a little bit of flame of uh, braziers that are more... They're not, they're not burning bright. They're more like, um, like coals smoldering. What do you do? I'm going to use an action to cast Divine Sense. Okay... Yeah, that dude right in front of you is a fiend. This dude? Yep. Okay. That is, uh, anything else, movement or bonus actions? Nope, that's it. Okay, yeah, so you, you kind of reach out to whatever is left of the deities that you know, and you, you get this sense that you remember of evil coming from that being, and it is Nakris's turn. So Nakris is a tall, slender woman wearing a breastplate and this kind of expensive looking clothes underneath. She seems to be some type of guard for this individual who came down here, this Garar. Or actually, I have to ask, does Nakra see anyone right now? Because Rook was kind of pulled into nowhere through shadows, and I don't even know if the others are down here. Thaddeus walked up with Rook, so you would see, you would see Thaddeus as well. Mm. Or you would have seen him. So... She reaches to her side and she pulls out this short sword that looks a little out of place considering her size and stature and walks 
to Garak's side and says, Speak! Who are you? What are you doing down here? To Thaddeus. Thaddeus, you can respond to that. Me? Who are you? A guard. <laughs> I will guard you, my lord. And I'll step in front of Garak uh, a little bit, like my shoulder next to his shoulder in case he wants me here. And I'll just take the dodge action. Okay. Is your friend with you? Yeah, like inside my clothes. <laughs> okay. I'll just put it off to the side. Thank you. Nothing nothing to see. So as that happens, Garak looks at the four of you. And Nakris, as you, as you move forward, you can see the, the rest of the group there. Obviously, Sans Rook. And Garak looks at you and says, you all should not have come here. And he walks very confidently towards Thaddeus and pulls out a sword. And as he pulls it out, he becomes enveloped in this swirling darkness and obscures your view of him. My view? Everyone's. Everyone's view. Oh, okay. Actually, save Nakris. And then as he pulls that sword out, he goes and swings at you. And does 11 slashing damage to you. Ouch. And it is over to Rook. So, Rook, I am going to need you to make a charisma saving throw. Okay, I can do that. Oh, yeah. It's a nine. Oh, God. A nine? <laughs> okay. Stop it. So you still, you, you're, you're fighting against this, you're fighting as hard as you can against this this shadow world and, and these visions that keep popping into your mind, and you, you can't seem to break it. And you feel yourself getting a sense of, a sense of terror, and then it is over to Gale. Gale, first of all, is going to look at our new girlfriend. Well, not friend, but you know. Um, okay, well, my name's Gale. That comes in the night since, you know, we weren't, at, not everyone's being forthright. So, hi. Um, kind of in the middle of a battle here. Miss Guard. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, um, you know, what if we weren't, though? What if everyone just took a second, you know? I am clearly on his side. <laughs> Oh no, that's really bad. Uh, that obviously means that you're on his side. Um, uh, okay. Uh, Wait, literally or figuratively? Uh, I mean, they tap the side. Of, they like wink to tap the side of the head. That's a universal sign for they mean it. Um, <laughs> I did no such thing, fool. <laughs> okay, this. I feel like this is probably not the first time I've been called a fool today. Uh, you know what? <laughs> um, maybe I was wrong. I'm going to look at everything. Um. Don't attack people, and you will get attacked. Not, I'm not talking just as like a theory. This is just more like a fact. And I'm going to cast Sanctuary on Evanel as a bonus action. Okay. <laughs> Moving or anything like that? Uh, I think I'm just going to stay where I am for now. And I will hold Spare the Dying just in case something bad happens. Okay. <laughs> Which means I'll also get kind of behind Thaddeus just in case. So I'm going to move just a bit behind Thaddeus. You hear that same shrill voice say, What's what's going on over there? Garak, what is, what's the situation like? Because <laughs> we're like, um, everything's great. Uh, no reason to come over. Thanks for the, thanks for how I ask. We are under attack. No, wait, okay. Oh, boy. Attack, you say? But not quite yet. I don't know what they're doing. Posturing, maybe. <laughs> my pet, my pet's come. Oh, no. You hear some running. And so, yeah, you hear you hear the skitter, skittering of, of feet moving towards you rapidly. Though, I believe... But, but I don't like that sound. Yep, so you just hear, you hear the skittering in that voice. Uh, and then it is over to Firefly's turn. 
Where did you take our friend? Where is he? We just we just want him back. We don't need to fight. I don't understand what's going on. I just came down here because there was necrotic energy everywhere. That's the only reason we're here at all. Just bring him back and everything will be fine. Wait, yes, exactly what she said. I really did not expect. <laughs> yes, please. Roll a persuasion with disadvantage. That seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a seven and a six on the die. I'm reasonably persuaded. No, I'm not. It's a, it's a seven. <laughs> seven, yeah. Seven. You know, I thought I was persuasive, but I'm actually not persuasive. So. Yeah, his, his, his voice kind of speaks out. It, it doesn't sound like it should carry the way it does, um, but it's smooth and cold, and you made a mistake coming here. You can't be left alive. <laughs> and Evan, it's your turn. Actually, do you, do you have anything else you want to do? That was just, oh, you, you only spoke, so you can move him. Oh, yeah, I'll start murdering him. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that the guy that attacked me that spoke? Yeah. Okay. Oh, ho, ho. I'll cast Moonbeam on him. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so that, that light, how, how much light does that give off? Not very much. It's dim light, I believe. Okay. It's just kind of spooky. It's like a nice mood light, you know, not... Okay, but you do see the shadow that was kind of enveloping him. Thaddeus, you actually get a clear picture of the of the individual again. Right. Do you have anything else, Firefly? No. It's whenever he starts his turn. Okay, Evan L. You saw the guy who came, walked up and attacked Thaddeus, enveloped himself in shadow, and then attacked Thaddeus. There's been some interesting banter between the guard that is with this individual, and, and Gale in particular. Yes, who is very seriously on this side. And then you heard kind of skittering, more like creatures running towards you, coming from the kind of south direction that where the, the entrance into this, this kind of cavern. And you heard that sh the shrill voice that you guys heard before Rook got taken to another realm, kind of echoing from the far back of the cave. Okay, is the entrance where we came in? And the entrance is to the the south, the south of you. Okay. Kind of where you can see you can see a couple of these smoldering braziers and stuff like that. All the shadowy stuff. Yeah. Got it. So you, you came from the north end of the map. Okay. Well, it's time for my favorite spell, sleep. All right. <laughs> I'm going to drop it on right at the edge of where Thaddeus is. Okay, so it wouldn't hit him. I'm not hitting him, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I know. It's okay. <laughs> All right, roll those dice. Okay. And I'm going to cast it at second level because I can. All right. Just as a note, uh, Sanctuary goes away because she casts a spell on an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't know what else I was gonna do. <laughs> I mean, listen, Gail had hope. Hey, Gail, I tried. I tried for you. Yeah, I know. I know. And it didn't work, and that's just more justification of our brutal actions in the future. So just remember this moment. Gail, Gail, Gail got real, real zagged on this this round. He really misjudged. Yeah. People okay, react. we did talk. <laughs> we tried talking, and it. It, it didn't. It didn't do it. They didn't listen to us. So it's ouch time. I just don't want Rook to die. That's all. I mean, we can murder them once he gets back. You know, be nice and then murder them. Oh yeah, Rook is still gone. That's yeah. Is there like a portal that we can see, or is it just he just disappeared entirely? He just disappeared. He just disappeared entirely. Okay. Well. <laughs> but it's just sleep, so you know we can wake him back up. Right. We can tie them up and then convince them to do what we want. Yeah, with murder. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, Macris, your friend falls asleep in wherever he is located on you. He's fine. <laughs> how many how many total hit points was it? 36. 36. I'm assuming you have more than 29 hit points, correct, Macris? I have more than 29 hit points. Okay. Yeah. So, you don't see Evanel as you as your rose petals kind of go sending out the the individual closest to Thaddeus just kind of laughs laughs it off. So, <laughs> Well, this is going great. And Thaddeus, it's your turn. Uh, unless, unless there's anything else you wanted to do. Going to say I was going to rage. Go for it. Oh gosh, Evanel raging. Mm-hmm. Evanel um, says a dirty word really loud and just looks like super red and angry. Just whips out her spear and looks like she's gonna stab the next thing that she possibly can. Awesome. My teeth get all sharp and scary. I love it. All right, Thaddeus. You're up. All right, is that guy that hit me, is he a fiend? He is a fiend. Okay. I'm assuming that the wispiness makes it difficult to hit him. Um, except that he's currently illuminated by a light, a magical light shining down that you saw Firefly cast upon him. Okay. All right, then I am going to attempt to whack him with my hammer. Okay. Swing away. And I will also be expending one spell slot to... Divine Smite. So that is 19 to hit. That hits. Alright. That's 7 bludgeoning. Okay. With them all. And 9 radiant damage, plus the melee I did. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you guys see see Thaddeus kind of say something, almost like he's talking to his hammer, um, and it starts to glow, and as he swings down, uh, this light gets so bright and hits, connects right in the shoulder of this individual... And as this radiant energy bursts through from the hammer into this being, he just lets out this horrible screech um, like he's being burnt. And you get the sense that that radiant damage is not his friend. But it is his turn. I need him to make a con saving throw as he begins his turn in the moonbeam. 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 A 10, which I believe does not meet your... That does not. All right. I have to roll damage. Nice. Yeah, he's gonna take eight points of radiant damage. Yeah, and so this, this like soft moonbeam that you have is like his skin is almost sizzling, and you see almost essences of the human that he looks like almost like burning off a little bit, and then they and they form back into human skin. Excuse me, you said you, did you say seven or eight? Eight, I believe. Is he a shape changer? Let me rephrase that. If he is a shape changer, which I do not inherently know, he makes the throw at disadvantage. And if it fails, it instantly reverts into its original form. Okay, so... And can't assume a different form until it leaves the light. Perfect. That is good to know. You see all the clothing and the sword and stuff stays the same, but the skin turns black and his eyes are are red. And he actually grows a little bit. Um, and the super muscular being, and you notice his hands have these super, probably three-inch long claws... And he just just looks evil. Yeah, and Firefly's just looking over at the guard and looking at him and looking at the guard and being like, really? <laughs> and as that moonbeam happens, you see this sense of fear in this being's eyes. That's a, that's a really sh- big shift from this confident, frightening presence that this the human had. And as he looks around at you, at Thaddeus, at this light, he steps back. Oh my gosh, I skipped Necris. My apologies, I can't read. I go now? Yeah, just just go now. So, 
I'll say into, I believe it's Thaddeus who's the closest. I'll say into Thaddeus's head from where I'm standing. You just hear a voice in your head, Thaddeus, that says, he cannot leave here alive. And I will cast a spell from behind him called Mind Spike. Mm. And I need him to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Whew. A 10. He failed. Uh, yeah, so roll your roll your damage. It was it's got a little bit of stank on it. He takes eighteen points of psychic damage. Nice. Oh lord. Mine spike is nice. Underused. But since it is a concentration spell, all of you who can see me will also see that this tall, thin woman wearing the breastplate turns into this short five foot two rickety looking sixty one year old man <laughs> with padded kind of gray hair that's greasy and a little dirty from being down here. He's wearing nice clothing with this little uh, like harness on the front that has this bulge on his chest, like something shoved in his clothes. And instead of a short sword, he's holding a cane. <laughs> and now that his form has changed, he screams out loud to make sure you all hear it. He can't leave here alive. <laughs> So after that happens, he takes the radiant damage from the moonbeam, and then Shadow envelops him, and he disappears. Disappears, disappears. There's not a happy portal left behind that we can follow him into. There is not <laughs> okay. a happy portal that you can follow him into. Okay. Similar to Rook, the Shadow, like this. Would, the, would him disappearing like that present an opportunity attack? Him stepping back would. Yeah, when he stepped, uh -huh. when he stepped out of the light. So you can definitely, you can definitely swing at him. Sad, are you, are you taking a swing at him? Yep. Okay. Make an attack roll. 17. Uh, that just hits. Great. 14 damage. Whew. You do notice without the smite, it doesn't have the same kind of effect that the your other swing had. But you still, you hear some, what you presume is bone snapping as he, as he steps back away from you. And looks back and screeches uh, and vanishes into the shadow. As soon as he's, he's gone, Nacris, his, his location has gone to you as well. Dag nabbit. <laughs> and uh and then it is over to rook's turn rook give me a charisma saving throw all right i'm doing it and it's gonna work this time come on buddy okay that's a dirty 20 yay and so as all this is happening you guys see kind of reappear fairly slowly this black shadow into the person you know as rook and Rook, you see this old man in front of you and your friends your friends behind you, and you have really no idea what's going on. The old man is literally shaking a cane. <laughs> <laughs> How could you let him get away? And let me just double check. Da, da, da. Uh, and that will be your turn. But you will get to do something in this podcast, I promise. Okay. Kale, <laughs> <laughs> it is your it is your turn. Um uh who are you and why do you have a baby Bjorn? Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask so many questions, Gail. Focus on the what? task and wait, what? Wait, no, I did say my name. Never mind. Um <laughs> Mr. Shadow Man. Bring me a dream. Uh just come out and we'll talk about this. He's not on this plane. Well, I don't know. Our other enemies are behind me. Oh, there there's more. You you don't hear the scuttling? I do. I just was trying to think. Prepare yourself. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
you say possibly the worst thing you could say to Kale that comes in the night. <laughs> prepare yourself. Uh, he's going to, in a panic, just prepare Sacred Flame as a held action. Okay. So when he sees something he doesn't like, he's going to cast Sacred Flame at it. <laughs> okay. That will probably happen. As you see, this creature run 10 feet and then leap. Leap from the cavern right next to Nacris. Ah! And it's like humanoid, buggy, and huge teeth and claws. Um, it kind of sits, its legs are much longer than it. And so you, I'm assuming, release your spell at that. Yeah, Gil's going to be like, I still don't feel that prepared, but... <laughs> <laughs> As I say, aw, little guy. <laughs> uh, deck save, right? Correct. That is a 19. It, it, it's so fine. It's, it, it didn't even know I cast Sacred Flame. Honestly, it makes sense because the whole time Gil was also looking at like all his, like thinking about all his other options and Sacred Flame was like a split second decision. He was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and as that happens, another one. Nacris, you would see this. You see it run about 10 feet and then just leap right next to the reappeared rook and then one more comes you just hear scuttling this time and you hear that shrill voice again gawk gawk what is what is happening and i reply to this yeah all right so for the podcast audience i have the actor feet i can mimic the speech of another person or the sounds made of another creature so i'm going to reply as gawk Call off your hounds. You see this you see this old hobbling lady walking towards you with long stringy hair. Um, I'm gonna give her advantage because she can see Look. And that will be a natural twenty. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, what's your um twenty-eight total? <laughs> and she goes she looks around for him and says, as as you wish. And she says Back, my beast. Um, but not before the two that leaped at you would get get some strikes in. Mm. So they each, with their long, like almost like stringy teeth, almost they're really thin and sharp, <laughs> kind of like alien. So against Nacris, that is a twenty-one. Your boy has eleven AC. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like it's gonna hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rook, this is a ten. So some things are starting to to turn your way. Yes, finally. And Nacris, you take seven piercing damage, and and it, you feel it latch on and not release until her until that shrill voice calls back the, the creatures, and you feel it like luckily let let loose a little bit in your in kind of your biceps, and it is Firefly's turn. Cool. So Rook's back. That's that was the real concern. So as soon as Firefly sees that Rook has returned. Her face immediately goes into death battle mode <laughs> and just points over uh, if she can see the woman. Yeah, you should be able to see her. She's right at the edge of 60 feet, right on 60 feet. Okay, so Firefly just points her fingers out at the woman and as an action moves Moonbeam on top of her. Okay, so yeah, that gets to her. Light illuminates this old kind of hunched over like woman, if you will. And do you have anything else you want to do? That's a bonus action to move it, right? Nope. Oh, that's an action. Okay. It's only second level. Evanel. She growls and runs just ahead of everyone. And just like her delightful dream, spews lightning all over any enemies in front of her. Okay. I'm not in front of her, am I? I said I run ahead of you. So where where are you trying to go? Like You could run down the hallway almost to the entrance to... 
right next to Nacris and shoot down that way. Yeah. Would probably be the way you would go to not hit your friends. I would, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. So you kind of weave through the party in this... I mean, I suppose I'm technically not a friend <laughs> if she needs to catch me in it to get them both. That's true. Is it a, is it a line or a cone? I believe it's a cone. Okay, I'm not going to worry about the exact squares. They're close enough that you can hit both of them. Yeah. And that is deck saves for them, correct? Yes. That is a 13 and a 14 for their saves. So they both pass. Grr. Oh, well. Literal grr. They take half, though, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. Uh, so seven. So half of that is still kind of ouchy. Yeah. I mean, damage is damage. And you guys you guys see as Evano opens up her mouth and just this blue molten lightning shoots out and leaves kind of electric marks on the in the far wall. As the two creatures kind of duck out of the way, they're, they're a little bit singed. And it is Thad's turn. Thad is going to cast Cure Wounds. On yourself? Yeah. All right. Are you going to do any bone action or anything like that? Or move? Nope. I'm just going to do that. Okay. So roll out healing. And Nacris, it's your turn. I see this thing right in front of me. Both of them have been hurt. And the woman is off in the corner about to get roast a moonbeam. Yeah. So I will reach out with my awakened mind and speak to Firefly and say, Please don't kill her. We have to find him. And he'll tilt his head back. And almost as though a hinged box is opened, his mouth will open. He'll tilt his head way back. And then this onerous sound will kind of din out this in this chamber and echo around. And the furthest of these creatures away from me, the one next to Rook, needs to make me a wisdom saving throw as I cast Toll the Dead. Nice. A 12. A 12 will fail. 18 points of necrotic. Yeah, this, this, as this bell rings out, this, this black energy and pus almost like oozes out of the, out of the creature, out of its, out of its ears and its, its, its head. And it almost, it like kind of grabs its, grabs its head in pain. And Rook, it is your turn. The first action since popping out, right? Yep. Okay. Rook would look around and, what is going on here? <laughs> Kill the creatures. Who are you even? A friend? <laughs> what is nearest to attack? Uh, one of those creatures is right in front of you. Okay. Uh, it tried to bite at you right, kind of right when you appeared. Right. And you, you, you managed to dodge out of the way. Okay, then I, I think Rook would kind of yank out his rapier quickly and poke at it. Do it. Swing away. Fourteen. Uh, that will hit. Ha-ha. <laughs> you fool. That would be 12 damage. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so you, you appear, just kind of quickly pull out that rapier and just shove it right through this creature's throat, and, and it just kind of gurgles and, and, and collapses to the ground, its hand still on its head and face and throat, and it appears to be dead. <laughs> A voice says in your head, Rook, well done, Rook. Keep that up. Good job, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and Rook would look around. Like, frantically. This is all too much. I think Rook's going to run towards the back. Right. Uh, all, all, like, kind of all the way back up that hallway you guys are in? I don't know. I can't see anything. Rook's basically blind down here, I'm pretty sure, so. <laughs> oh, I forgot you don't have you don't have dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rook just runs blind. Since you can't see anything, you kind of bat, knock into a wall that's right there. <laughs> As you run up the hallway, you just, ah! 
Um, and Gail, it's your turn. Oh, um, okay. Um, oh, huh. Okay. You're really confusing, by the way. Just wanna, I wanna point that out. Also, guys, I think he had, he had actually, you know, successfully done this, and then we kind of undid it. So that's another thing to know. Remember that whole like, hey, what if we tried to talk for? Anyway, okay. I did try to talk, but uh, not with the lady. Okay, Gail, that's kill. <laughs> oh, ah. I'm gonna fire my crossbow at the at, at one of the old weird things near his friends. Okay, closest one. Yeah, that that's actually like a twenty-three. That hits. You take aim and and shoot at the creature that just bit into this person who's talking into your minds. Twelve points of damage. Wow, Gale, you're such a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Uh, it, he thinks crossbows don't have kickback, but Gale like is is thrown off like like it has kickback. Like <laughs> <laughs> Gale, that's awesome. So as that hag called out, this creature begins to release from Macris, but its kind of creature instincts kick in and it charges towards Gale. Ah! Which Evan and Macris, you would be able to take reactions if. How hurt does this thing look to me? It's it's got a little bit of wounds. That that arrow kind of stuck in it. I'm absolutely gonna stab it. All right, take a swing. I have 19 to stab it. Is it opping going in? Uh, yeah, because Gale just shot it. It was it was directly next to Evanel and Nacris. Okay, okay. Uh, sorry, what did you say you rolled? I have a 19 to stab it. Yep, that stabs it. Four nine damage. Nice. Oh wait, eleven. Nice. All right. Nacris, I will say that you would have the option still. Um, as you see her kind of jab this spear, it cuts across its side. And this time as it's as it's running, it's got more of a limp. Uh, when she hauls back and stabs it, I'm like, all right, we're going in. <laughs> and I'll whack it with my cane. That is also a 19 to hit. Yes! And that is max damage oh at gosh. five. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> how do you How do you want to kill it? <laughs> I love D and D because a cane did half as much damage as a raging sphere did. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'd use it as a club. It's not a sword cane. I just whack <laughs> yeah. it with a regular cane. Yeah, it turns its head and like snarls at this spear that stabs into it, and I just bring the cane straight down on its its human like muzzle for some reason, <laughs> and crack! Its head slams into the ground. It twitches a few times and stops. Well, that one's done. <laughs> As you swing and hit that, the the old lady sees it sees it go down and and shouts out one more time, Garak, what is what is going on? Where are you? Is this her turn? It is her turn. Because she can give me a con save. Oh yeah, she can. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I love Moonbeam. That is a nineteen. That's cool. She still takes half damage. Nice. So she takes five points of radiant. And she screams at that at that burning. Kind of singes her hair a little bit, gets a little bit shorter, a little haircut, and she moves to look up at you all. And, Nacris, do you respond when she calls out? Uh, I would love to. Yeah, go for it. And I will say, your hounds are still attacking our guests. Call them off. Let's do a little check for that. <laughs> sure. My math's failing me. 14 plus 8. That's, that's plenty. 22. <laughs> hey, thanks, Emily. Look yeah. <laughs> she rolled a 6. So, you see her step out of the light that just attacked her, 
and she says, as, as you wish, and she yells at this one, back, and it kind of runs back off into this area, mostly out of your sight, I believe, but she still sees one of her creatures fighting, and she doesn't see anyone else, and so she says to you, Nacris, you are a fool for coming here, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Me? Yes. 22. <laughs> yeah. The, as the words land on your ears, you you recognize magic being spoken to you, and you just kind of shrug it off. You've been you've been around for a while, and it doesn't really phase you at all. Uh, I'll say back, idiot! Why are you <laughs> casting spells on me? We already found the traitor who was taking my place. Chased him off. Hmm. Ooh. Firefly, it is your turn. So she steps. She did step out of your moonbeam. King Gale just be like, yep, no, that's exactly what's happening, please. <laughs> please yep, that's play along, Firefly. Yep. I say in the Firefly <laughs> What? <laughs> Eyes wide. <laughs> that was so amazing. Play <laughs> along. Can I use Moonbeam to sweep the rest of the room to get vision? Yes. It kind of just gives off five feet of, of light, right? Yeah, so I, I'll get like 60 feet of area points. Okay, so kind of as you move back and forth, you see... Just get an idea. Kind of, you see a you see a, a statue that you don't recognize down here, and that it kind of keeps going. Um, so as you move, as you move the moon kind of further into this cavern, you, you illuminate some more stalagmites and stalactites, and you kind of find what seems to be a southern the southernmost wall of this cavern to the best of your understanding you see a strange kind of broken down humanoid statue it's from where you are you can't really see see many features um as it's just this dim light with the shadows and you can see a little bit to the left of that the darkness seems to continue okay anything else for your turn no all right evanel Let's see. I am... She's still just very angry about this whole situation. Are both of these houndy thingies dead? The two next to you that are in the passageway that you guys kind of snuck through are dead, yes. And we can't see the other one anymore. Currently not. You would have seen it run off kind of towards the the west end of the cavern. Okay, I would like to run my 30 feet and then... Kind of into the center of the cavern or... Yeah, towards the hag. Okay. Cool. Then I'm going to throw my spear at her face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Roll that. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. That would be a natural 20. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there on a limb and say that's going to hit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Barely, though. <laughs> All right. Double those dice. <laughs> All right. 16? Yeah, that spear, it doesn't land in her, but it it gashes kind of across her, her rib cage under her left arm, um, and you see blood blood trickling into her clothes pretty heavily. Anything else for Ebeno? Don't think I can do anything else. All right, Thaddeus. Thaddeus, he's going to go up to the old hag as well. Okay, you'll probably have to dash to get there. All right, then I'm going to dash. And once I get up to her, I'm going to take a swing. Um, dash will be your action. Oh, okay, that's fine. It doubles your movement. You you would have been so you could either you could stop and if you have a weapon to throw or something like that you could probably do that. No, just if you're trying to attack, I'll just close the distance. Okay. Any bonus action or anything like that? Nope. Yeah. So Daddy is just in his his, his armor and his maul just. Nacris. Nacris 
slides his cane into his belt, and as he does so, you see that he begins to take the shape of Gara. Mm. He stands a little taller, wears the same kind of dark vestment, and he says, No, my friends, enough. No more fighting. This was just a misunderstanding. And he'll walk towards the raging barbarian and the raging <laughs> cleric, apparently. And uh, he'll speak very softly and very soothingly into their mind. And he'll say very tenderly and lovingly, Evanel, calm down. We need her alive, please. How do you know my name, Tiny? You scream out loud. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. You can't uh, reply. You can't reply. <laughs> please trust me. If I'm wrong, you can kill me. We need her for now. Roll a persuasion with advantage at the hag. I'm glad you gave me advantage. <laughs> wow! 22 again. Ooh. Okay. 16, no, 16 plus 5 is 21. I'm sorry if that changes anything. It does not. She rolled a 20, not natural. Get him out I'm going to keep selling it. I'm going to keep selling it hard. <laughs> and she says, yes, yes, master of, of, of course, of, of course. I, I apologize. Um, and with that, we'll drop out of initiative. Hope. Will we? <laughs> Will we, though? I guess I guess we can drop out of initiative. Well, I mean... Now it would be Rook's turn. Can Rook see anything at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Where you ran to? No. You can see that there's light coming. Okay, so I can only vaguely make out this form. Is that basically what we're looking at? Yeah. Okay, then Rook would shoot off at it okay <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. disadvantage uh, for not being able to see it well or no it's in dim light i will say yeah probably advantage disadvantage yeah not good for me uh -oh. <laughs> that was a one with disadvantage <laughs> um shoot that is shoot <laughs> i would like you to roll your damage Ooh. okay uh, it's a total of nine sorry uh, thaddeus Thaddeus, you take nine piercing damage <laughs> as an arrow lodges oh. into the back of your shoulder. Owie. Anyways, Rook, always a pleasure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think at the sound, Rook would go, I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this always happen to Thaddeus, though? Gail, it's your turn. All right. Gail is going to sigh deeply and then look at our newly acquired companion. Be like, um... Yeah, this, this is, like, real standard stuff. <laughs> just, hey, everyone, just kind of, like, don't, just, you know how you're just kind of letting him talk in your head? Just kind of, it's the same kind of deal. And Gail is going to cast Calm Emotions on his own party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. Nice. So, unless they are unwilling, I can make them indifferent about a creature they are hostile to. I would say... I am? That, yeah, I was going to say, Evanel probably is... Well, here's, you can choose to fail the save if, if you wish. So I guess if anyone chooses to fail, they fail. And then they are indifferent about this lady. Otherwise, it's a charisma save from our good raging friend. Oh, a charisma save? Yeah, listen. Oh. It's a Hail Mary. <laughs> is this hitting me or just the people up front? 
Uh, it's a 20-foot radius, so hit, it's hitting all of my n- newfound allies. Okay. It's uh, all my allies. I'm just hitting everyone, because at this point, <laughs> feels necessary. So I will let you let you all make your own personal character decisions on whether you would listen to Gail's voice or not, to, to choose to fail the save or not. Uh, what's the DC? 14. I make it with a 14. But I was already <laughs> being pretty fine, so... No, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I just don't like having my will taken away. No, you're you're not wrong. I mean, if I want to be angry, I'm gonna be angry, but not right now because I don't feel yeah. like it. Let me guess. FNL passed with flying colors. I got a twenty-three. Yeah, no, it's well, good. that charisma. Thaddeus, sixteen. Uh. <laughs> Brooke, did you choose to fail? Well, I'm having issues with this because I feel like after so much time in the shadow realm, <laughs> that. You no, know, no, I, just, I came back and none of this was really there. Man. Yeah, it's just a 19. <laughs> okay, so what I'm hearing is that my spell... You know I what? feel exceptionally soothed by you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so both of us... This like, is a fantastic turn of events. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so I was like, guys, is anyone else feeling just like really at peace with everything right now? Because, man, everything... Just seems great right now. I'm I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm I'm terrific. Thanks for asking. As Gil affects himself and pretty much only himself with this spell. <laughs> it went about as well as I thought it would. <laughs> no, of course. And the hag, listening to the persuasive voice of her possible master's not the right word. There's a better word, but I don't know it right now. Employer. Cohort. Yeah, employer. We'll go with employer. She chooses to step back, kind of as she's saying, if that is true, then lower your weapons. And she steps away from Thaddeus and Evanel. I'm going to go ahead and lower my hammer. Oh. On her head. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. So close. And that will be her turn, and then it will be Firefly's turn. This seems fine. Seems like everything's fine. I'm gonna, you know, pass my turn, because I'm assuming we're not aggressively murdering anyone anymore since we need them for information, and we're not making any bad choices. (laughs) A lot of of assumptions there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm trying to do this not-killing thing that Gail's so into, (laughs) and so far it's really not working for me. I'm just getting a lot of pent-up rage and and not a very good outlet for it. Um, But, you know, I'll see see it through this combat. (laughs) See how that goes. Should take a hit of the spell. (laughs) Evanel, do you even hear any of that through your... Well, Evanel (laughs) runs at the heck. Here's the problem. Also... Isn't she still blessed by me? Oh, no! Yeah, she would still be blessed. (laughs) So, like, I feel like eh, a lot of... Actually, wait, no. Calm emotions and concentration. So, bless follows up. Perfect. You're good. (laughs) Perfect. Whew. Thank goodness. That was almost embarrassing. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Can I pick up my weapon as well and still reach her? Yeah. Okay. I am going to take my spear and stab her in an extremity with both hands. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I think I am. All right. Uh, 17 to hit. That hits. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
That is going to be 12. Okay. That's a lot of damage for someone who's so sorry. <laughs> the hag, as you hit her, screams out and says, I thought we were... I, I, I thought you were calling your people off. I tried. Fend for yourself. And she vanishes. I am so sick of these vanishing people. <laughs> and Thaddeus, it is your turn. Well, Thaddeus, he's just trying to figure out where the hag went, right? Is there anything around me? That would indicate where the hag went? The, well, no, to, to smack with my hammer. Oh, uh, there is... You can see, kind of right at the edge of your vision, there is one more of those creatures off towards the west, like kind of the northwest side of this of this cavern. It looks like they're just about 60 feet away from you, 50 feet away from you. Okay. Is it, uh... A dim area or lit up what? Uh, it's dim. Okay. It's it's dim. They're right next to one of the braziers, uh, and so you can kind of see like that ember glowing off of them. All right. Well, I'm gonna make my way toward them. Making my way down cave. Hurriedly walk my way there. Okay. And Nacris, it's your turn. Oh boy, what to do? I think I'm going to speak to Firefly, who has not dropped. Her moonbeam, I believe. Yeah, it would still be there. Uh, and I'll say, she's probably invisible. We're in too deep now. Take her down. Take her out. We have no choice. Your friends are maniacs. I should have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> this is all my fault. I should have never tried. I really regret that, Fire that Gale doesn't hear this. <laughs> Firefly just looks completely exasperated and is just looking at Z Gale and looks over at this old man and looks down at the ground in exasperation. And I will try to... I will try to keep an eye or an ear out as to anywhere that this I believe to be invisible person would be in this room to help aid my friends in finding her location. Okay. Would you like a perception check? I don't know if that would help. You can roll a perception check. I have a plus zero. I am an old man. <laughs> it is a six. Uh, you believe that she is on this plane. I'll give you that much. <laughs> That's what you believe. <laughs> uh, out loud so that I can kind of cover my tracks and not seem like I'm just standing there like an idiot. <laughs> um, I'll say aloud, you can't always choose your bedfellows. We needed bodies. They're here to make them. I can't stop them once they're this riled up. Out loud. Roll persuasion with advantage. Sure. Twenty-seven. Anything else on your turn? I I try to stop my eye from twitching, and I will walk <laughs> about hearsies. Okay. Uh, Rook. Uh, well, I don't. I don't. I think Rook's just gonna just look around. There's not a whole lot else going on. This one's disappeared, it seems, and and he's. It, pretty out of sorts as it is. Okay. I, you know, I guess I'll, I'll hold an action if that's all right. Yeah. What action are you holding? I, if the hag reappears, he would try and shoot her again. Okay. <laughs> but I think that would be more of a startle thing. So, seeing Thaddeus walk towards it and its master get attacked again and disappear, this creature will take a bite at Thad. Actually, you know what? It's not going to bite you. Uh, as you walk towards it, you see these eyes grow big and and red, and, a, and they go from red to a 
black that like sucks in the light. And I'm gonna need you to make Thaddeus a wisdom saving throw. We sure can't opt for the bite instead. I mean, <laughs> is this a... sixteen? Okay, so you feel you feel like your body tensing up uh, as your eyes lock, and you manage to say just a few words, almost like a, a quick meditation, in spite of the fact that you are not on good terms with your your deities, and you kind of summon the willpower to take take back control over your body, and it is done. You guys hear the voice echo out through the cavern. We can talk when you are calm and your weapons are down. Call this one with the spear off. And then it is over to Firefly. I'm like, but no, really, for serious. If you just stop, like, for reals, though, I promise I'll, like, you know, ah, what? I have exposition. Stop, stop. <laughs> that, wait, no, it's a quest giver. Hey, I'm I'm sorry in advance. No, you're not. Firefly is just confused and tired, and she's looking around for like a nice pile of rubble to just sit on for a little bit. You know, maybe a nice area to rest on the edge of the battlefield where she's not going to get stabbed by anyone aggressive. <laughs> you know, just like this has been a long day. Uh, so I guess she'll she's just gonna sidle over to this brazier and kind of just chill out. Okay. <laughs> chill out in the nice firelight, maybe warm up a little bit. Are you, are you maintaining your moonbeam? I'll just put it over next to me. Okay. <laughs> you know, like it can just illuminate near where I'm at. It's a comforting kind of. It's like a nightlight. You know, you don't want to turn yeah. it off just in case something comes up behind you. Yep. It's not aggressive. <laughs> All right, Evan out. I'm going to run. Can I tell from where the voice was where this lady is-ish? It felt like it was reverberating off. Cool. The... All right. She will kind of growl in frustration at all these stupid disappearing people. That's what set her off in the first place. And then she'll just sort of run over towards where Thaddeus is and uh, chuck her spear at the one remaining hound thingy. Okay. 15 to hit? That will hit it. Ah, 12. Okay. Yep, that spear kind of hits into it. It doesn't stick, but it, it makes a good connection and then falls out and you see that wound bleeding. And Thaddeus. Yep, I'm going to attack the dog thing. Go ahead, roll your attack. All right. Ooh, 23. That will hit it for 12 damage. All right, you bring your big maul down right on its back. And it, as, you, as you connect with it. And Nacris. Nacris, uh, he take, he's he's tired too. He's gonna sit over next to fire. <laughs> uh, he's just gonna be like, right, you know, <laughs> just kind of shrug. Uh, he he doesn't really know how to enable this uh, transition between murderous rampage and getting information. The hag clearly has the upper hand, so Nacris is going to say to probably can't see Thaddeus from where I was, so he's probably going to say it to Gale, and he'll say, through awakened mind, I promise that we'll kill her just later, like ten minutes. <laughs> just ten minutes is all I require. Gale, because he can't respond, it's like, I'm okay with not killing her, though. Also, wait, that was supposed to be in your head, right? <laughs> yes, Gale. <laughs> then he will take his action to grab that little lump that's inside of his armor and kind of shake it awake. Okay. 
You hear a little. So it was still it was still sleeping, sleeping. Rook. Rook is just gonna let his uh, crossbow fall down, not not drop it, but kind of let loose his hand. Okay. Yeah, and then look around at everyone else, kind of well as many as he can see, which I guess is just Firefly and uh, the old guy, and just. I mean, technically, I look like Garok right now, sitting next to Firefly, <laughs> chilling out. Oh. Care for a seat? Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, sure. He'd go and just slump down next to them. <laughs> well, it's been a trying couple of minutes here. Do Do any of you have marshmallows in your inventory? <laughs> Evanel does. Come get one. I've got ball bearings. We can do marbles. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gail. Gail's gonna look at the other two. Off fighting the weird dog thing, and he's gonna be like summoning every ounce, all nine of his charisma, and be like, "Guys, okay, kill the dog thing, whatever." But then, can we please all calm? I mean, okay, after we then looks at Nakris, totally, we're reasonable on the road. Um, we we kind of all agreed that we would be more reasonable and talk more before stabbing and that's that's exactly the opposite of what you guys did please 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 if that meant anything can we just talk to this weird old lady sorry we are old lady (laughs) just listen 10 minutes i think that sounds very reasonable and then you know what we could probably just let her go okay She's just a little lady. She's very important. Also, Evanel, you know what? If if you just stop being so mad and killing stuff for for just ten minutes, I'll I'll tell you who I worship. Okay? Is that is that a deal? Can we? Is, or am I? Am, uh, you just gonna go sit down. <laughs> oh, I want it to be a deal, honey. Not knowing if it's gonna matter. <laughs> All right, the creature's turn. As it got hit, it kind of picks itself back up and and goes to bite you and rolls a 23, Thaddeus, which I believe hits you. The creature rolled a 3? 23. Yes. And that does 4 piercing damage and it latches on. Firefly, are you going to take any actions? They stay kind of just chilling by the fire. If anyone goes down, I'll heal them. Okay. And otherwise, I'm I'm out. (laughs) All right. Evan L. Uh, if the dog is still alive, I will stab it. Okay, so you go pick up your spear and stab yeah, it. Yeah, again. Oh, yay! I got a dirty 20 again. I love this die. All right. I love it so much, you guys. 12. Again. Jeez. Uh, yeah, and with this almost like a draconic sort of a roar, you pick up that spear and you shove it down into its, like, it's it's where you think its lungs and ribs are, and just pin it to the ground, and it... And stops. Pin it to the ground with me still in its jaws? No. <laughs> it does release. It releases as its okay. life life leaves it. Uh, and now we'll drop out of initiative. Yeah. Uh, Evanel will basically spend another turn trying to find the hag. Won't find it, probably, and then drop back out of her rage because she won't take damage and she won't hurt anything. Okay. And what you guys notice as, as the combat ends and Evanel kind of rushes around quickly is it's the sounds you hear are the sounds of dripping water you can hear that the sounds of the the aqueducts that you passed through earlier and it sounds like there's a little bit of a, a wind or something but that is that is all you have that you hear 
So I feel like we really have to review these battle plan things, because I'm getting confused. First we're murdering, then we're not murdering. Now we have this new old guy following us around who's saying not to murder, but we're murdering. My name is Garok. <laughs> I'll stand from the rock and say, I think it's best if you remain invisible, my friend. How many bodies do we need? And with that, we'll have to find out what those bodies are for next time on the Not Quite Hero podcast. This is Steven, your friendly internet DM. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed the story so far, we would be very grateful if you would take the time to give us a five-star rating and leave us a review on iTunes or however you listen to Not Quite Heroes. Did you know we started a Patreon? If you'd like to support us and help us bring more D&D content to the internet, we would love your support. Have ideas for what kind of exclusive content you'd like to see? Tweet at us at nqhpodcast or email us at notquiteheroespodcast at gmail.com with your ideas. We're now affiliated with Dice Envy, a dice company based in Los Angeles, California. They offer high-end dice at affordable prices, with metal dice priced 25% less than their competitors. My favorite set is their seven-piece rainbow dice, which I regularly use on the podcast. You can check out their wares on bit.ly slash notquitedice, or by clicking the link on our Twitter page. Hey everyone, this is Rev. You can find me on Twitter at at AstroB, that's A-S-T-E-R-B-E-E. I just wanted to let you guys know that the theme music is the song Not Quite Heroes by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast, and sound effects and music of this episode were found at tabletopaudio.com, Sirenscape, check them out at www.sirenscape.com, and zapsplat.com. That was more smoother. <laughs> how, dare, how dare you say that? <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on me because now that's recorded of me saying it, so. Oh, everyone's going to get it eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Evan L um, says a dirty word that I can't say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she says, Dern you. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. <laughs> Do you think you can switch that stuff around? Uh, yep. Yeah, you're the best. Uh, so he steps back. Um, Do we need to clap? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and Rook, it is your turn. No, it's not. Nacris, I don't know why I keep doing that. Welcome to our, to our show. Because I'm the guest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I usually do it to Rook, actually, so. <laughs> this is the hazing show, actually. Sorry. You, you, you're muted. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted if you're there. It's because I'm saying things I don't want on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Just cussing. Yeah. Do you have a horse potion? <laughs>